round out this fantastic series on automation, we thought it would be interesting to talk about the things that you should not automate. Don't do it. Don't do it. If you've listened to the last few episodes, you might be forgiven to think that we think everything can eventually be automated. Automate everything. Automate all the no, things. No, don't do it. Don't do it. And there's so <laughs> many softwares out there that try and tell you that you can do this and they're usually really cheap and it's usually a gigantic mistake. And I also have a lot of examples just from my own personal experiences over the years in search engine optimization. So much stuff you should not automate. Lots of shortcuts. They're not shortcuts. We're going to talk about that in today's episode starting now. Do you wish your life away waiting for Friday? Do you dread Sunday nights and Monday mornings? My wife and I have spent over a decade building an online business while raising a family. I quit my cubicle job to live the life I wanted, to experience freedom, and we want to help you do the same. We're Chris and Laura. Welcome to Fearless Together. So I guess the simple rule of thumb, right? When we talk about automation, we talk about um, kind of the simple rule of thumb is automate anything that is redundant, tedious, repetitive, right? Things that, you know, you do the same steps every single time. That's stuff that's very, very easy to automate. Yeah. Well, luckily, there is kind of a rule of thumb when it comes to things you shouldn't automate. All right. What you got? The rule of thumb is if it requires human intelligence or creativity, probably something you should not automate. At best, especially right now, um, you know, these are things that Google and all these huge companies are trying to figure a way out. Like they're trying to do like AI and neural networks and all these other fancy types of technologies to emulate that human intelligence so that you can eventually automate this kind of stuff. Okay. We're not Google. No. And the tools that you can buy online, one-time fee, $47, <laughs> are not going to do these things for you. And so as an example, right, coming from the search engine optimization world, article writing. Everyone is always trying to figure out how to make articles cheaper, how to so you don't have to pay writers, and they come up with all of these like interesting usually illegal or borderline illegal ways of automating this process, right? So a few few examples are spinning content, right? If you dig deep enough into content marketing, you will probably eventually come come across some type of software that's like, yeah, just put in a really cool, good article and we'll make it a, our own copy of it very unique, right? And that's this is kind of like a marketing speak for it's spinning. It's taking an article and trying to swap out some of the words so that it says the same thing. It's paraphrasing. You, it's not really paraphrasing. It's like it's like swapping synonyms and stuff, <laughs> you know. And some of the softwares will get clever and they'll try to like reword sentences, but it's it's just don't do it. They're, it's copying, it's stealing, it's taking someone else's work. And let's say that it, it isn't in your eyes, right? Let's say you're like, no, it's a completely unique article, which technically it is. They usually read very poorly. They're just not done well. Yes. Right. Um, you'll see this also with like blog commenting, right? People want to get links back to their website. So they'll go and start spamming blogs with like automated software, trying to like put out these really generic, like great article, right? Kind of going back to what we talked about in, uh, I think, two episodes ago, where I saw someone 
respond to a person's Facebook post. Well, awesome post that awesome you got post. hacked. Yeah, right? And so you end up with like getting blog comments. They're like, this is a great article. I am such a fan of your blog. Thank you so much for writing it. Like, it's just very... We like, can tell. Yeah, most people can. So those are some of the things, right? But even... um I've seen video creation softwares that try to to emulate that human touch, right? And oftentimes, like I've used some software to to make video creation simple, but this software doesn't attempt it doesn't they don't even sell themselves as like a video creation software as far as like you just put in your words and we do the rest for you, right? It's it's an assistant, right? It tries to help you find video clips and images that fit the words of your script. But oftentimes it'll get it'll get something really wrong, right? Like, uh, you know, you might talk about something going off the rails, you know, and it'll instead put a picture of train tracks, right? And it's like that's and, not, that's not what you're looking for, right? The goals of those kinds of softwares are, or the understanding is that you'd still have a human reviewing the finished product. Yes, yeah. So you know, there are there are ways to aid you, right? A software that goes out and tries to find resources for you to help you write. That's a valuable software. A, a software that tries to write an article for you is probably creating complete garbage. Yeah. Um, another one that another kind of automation that I saw that was like get um, get perfectly written free content. Never hire a writer again. And all the software does is it goes and tries to find websites that got deleted from the internet for one reason or another. Like maybe you're like I had you had a blog and you're like I don't want to have this blog anymore, so you go and delete it. And then the software just crawls like all the archive sites and tries to find deleted websites and then grabs their articles and then like lets you publish the articles. And it's like, that's illegal. Like even if you write a blog, right, all of your own content and then you delete it, all of that content still belongs to you, right? Right. Whether, you know, it's on your website or not, you own those, that content that was written. But I've seen a lot of those softwares coming out. Obviously something illegal. Don't do it. Yes, don't do it. <laughs> um, trying to automate social media, right? There, there are some aspects that you can automate, right? But you shouldn't try to automate those personal interactions, yes. right? Those things that require a human to, you know, evaluate um, a, a tweet or a Facebook post and go, is this good or bad, right? That's a very simple thing for a person to do. Very difficult for software to do, right? Yeah. Especially the software that's available to us. I do believe that Google, Facebook, Twitter, and all of them have the ability to measure sentiment fairly accurately with their own internal tools, but mm -hmm. those things aren't available to us, right? And right. that's, that's all, those are, so those are all things that you cannot automate when it comes to like creating images for you. Software isn't going to do a good job of creating just from scratch an image for you, right? These tools, what you should be seeking to um, automate isn't so much the the end product, but have software or have automations that help you like as an assistant, right? Through the process. Exactly. through the So when you're, when you're evaluating tools, right? If you go down this rabbit hole of automation and you decide, I want to use automation inside of my business, you start searching. When you find tools that are like, we will do it, it's push a button, go to sleep, and it does everything for you, it's a lie. And there's so much of that software online. And that's why I wanted to do this episode is to let people know, like, if it says basically push a button and walk away, it's not 
real. It's not going to do a good job for you. And in the search engine optimization world, a lot of people figured that out, right? So um, what some people don't know about SEO, search engine optimization, is that in order to rank a website, it often requires links. Oh, yeah. Okay. So you usually need links back to your page in order to rank for whatever your keyword is. Well, there's a whole industry for getting links, mm-hmm. right? You can pay huge sums of money to companies and they'll go out and they'll email other bloggers and say, hey, we want to put a, an article on your website. Yeah, it's crazy that like that's a whole industry. It is a whole industry. Well, there's a lot of people that don't want to pay a lot of money for links, right? Going out and buying links. So what they'll do is they'll buy these automated software, uh, pieces of software, and they'll go out and they'll just, these soft, they promise just press a button and we'll go and build you thousands of links to your article. They build garbage links and maybe for a little while it worked, but it didn't take long for Google and all these other, you know, search engines to catch on and go, Oh, okay. That's what they're doing. So we're going to make it so that you can't do that anymore. And in fact, doing that will hurt your website rankings. Right. So when you go in and do this type of automation, think to yourself, like, is this something that will hold up over a long period of time? Right. Is this, will it give me, those sites were called churn and burn, by the way, right? The yeah, idea, right? There, it was the idea that you're like going to rank really quick and then the site's going to get destroyed. And it's like, what a terrible way to run your business, right? Having no long-term vision whatsoever. So when you're looking at automation, ask yourself, does this seem like, would I be proud to tell someone I'm doing this, right? Like, you know, if, if you were having a conversation with your mom and she's like, how, how's your business so successful? And you're like, well... I spammed the internet with a ton of garbage <laughs> comments and, you know, articles that no one would ever want to read. I kind of make the internet a worse place and I reap the benefits of that. You know, so put it into those types of contexts is like, what is what you're doing beneficial to the rest of the world? Or are you just kind of helping yourself? Right? You know, I appreciate that about you because you've always kind of had that mentality of like, anytime we've had websites, you've always, we, we, treat them very carefully, like links, anything like that. It's usually almost always organic. And it's, it's just because you have that attitude of, yeah, I want, I don't want to make the internet a worse place because there's already so much junk out there. There is. Yeah. And, and, you know, when you're putting your name on something, right, if this is your business, you don't want to sink your business by doing silly things, right? So don't try to fake, um, relationships. Don't try to fake creativity. Like, Certainly don't don't fake credibility. (laughs) Yeah, don't fake credibility. But so when it comes to automation, you're going, you may be tempted to try some of these push button solutions. And there are so many of them, but don't. If something's like we, we help you write better articles, right? You Mm -hmm. know, like as you're typing, it maybe pops up recent events or, you know, in a sidebar, it could pop up recent events or it might give you some sources like, you know, a Harvard journal or whatever. When you've got something that's actually trying to help you create better content, that's valuable. That is valuable automation. Yeah, I'm thinking like Grammarly. You know, yeah, they're gra- they're constantly trying to help me pick out better words. And, and yeah, I like use that. Grammarly all the time. Very, very like talented automation there, right? Because right. they can they can even help you reword your sentences so that it, they they're shorter, they're easier to understand, right? That's just smart automation, right? It's using software as an assistant and that's great. I use the Google Homes all the time, right? Like yeah. I, I use them for timers. I'll ask them silly questions like, you know, if I need a, a little fact or whatever. Like I use that stuff 
all the time. They need to do a better job, though, getting some of the some of our videos to play on the TV for the kids. Yeah, yeah. But that's <laughs> they, not business. Though. They could work on that. <laughs> but yeah, I'll ask it questions. I'll set timers, you know, product, productivity timers and things like that. I use it to turn on my, you know, my, I'll call them my studio lights for the lack of a better yeah. term. You know, those are all things that you, where I'm using, you know, Google as an automation to help me augment my life, right? It's making right. my life simpler, you know? And so when it comes to automation, it's best to start with just tedious, repetitive tasks, get those things off of you. And then as you get more comfortable with it, you'll figure out other things that you can automate. But once you start journeying into the, like, you're trying to trick people into thinking a human has done something when they haven't, then you're probably going down a bad path. And quite honestly, you're probably not going to fool people. You're going to end up with embarrassing situations like leaving a message on someone's post saying, I've been hacked that says, great post. I know. And And then you're in there having to try, you know, to clean up your, you know, mess of oh yeah I was meaning this was great like that you're sharing this information right like sure yeah yeah awkward stuff anyways so that was kind of my idea and like things that you should not automate I think I think this has been a very useful series because I mean even just for me it's learning so much about the things that I could automate or at least have you automate for me. Cause now I could go back and look at my my tasks and say hey I do that an awful lot. I bet there's a, an easier way. There's probably a way to automate it and we will do it. Automate all the things. Wait, don't automate all the things. Don't do it. <laughs> Anyways, I hope you enjoyed this episode. You take care. Bye. I hope you enjoyed this episode of Fearless Together. Make sure you subscribe and learn more at fearless.fm. That's F-E-A-R-L-S-S dot F-M. To your continued success.